0: Hello, welcome to Landy's Taiwan Diaries. My name is Celia Lantman, but most people just call me Landy. I'd like to talk to you today about the latest COVID situation here in Taiwan. I know every country in the world has different uh, situations and setups. But just to remind you that uh, last year in Taiwan, there was virtually no cases. But then in May of this year, there was a little outbreak. By Taiwan standards, it was a huge outbreak because at the peak, I believe, there was over 500 cases per day. But compared to the rest of the world, it is actually, it wasn't that much. But Taiwan took very quick action to get this under control. And it didn't take that long. It didn't take that long. It was a few months and uh, things were under control. But what happened in the middle of May when this outbreak happened, firstly, just like the government did in 2020, is they closed the borders. So nobody can come in for traveling. It is just citizens and residents who can come in and even them, or should I say even they, have to do two-week quarantine. And to make sure that people don't cheat, I'm not saying people like to cheat, but to make sure people don't cheat, you can't do the quarantine at home anymore. Before that was allowed to do your two-week quarantine at home, but since the outbreak in May, the government has decided that everybody, no matter who you are, a citizen, a resident, returning person you must do your two weeks in a government-sanctioned hotel or facility so my good friend larry has been out of the country a few times and he has done his fair share of quarantine and the last time he had to do it in a hotel downtown it is uh, not that bad of course it is not cheap but there's no choice and many of these hotels will also provide food and he told me it's not very exciting but at least they feed you. If you want to get something that is not on their menu, you'll have to do it yourself and order delivery, like the many different delivery companies who deliver food. Or you can ask a friend to bring you something special. But everybody has to go, uh, every person has to go to these quarantine hotels. And because of these strict regulations, Taiwan also immediately went up to level three, a level three alert, which meant that everybody had to wear a mask the moment they left their houses. In all buildings, in all public transportation, even if they're out in the park, they had to wear the mask. As I said, things were under control after a few months, and alert level was brought down to level two. But not really. In name, it was level two, but many of the restrictions of level three were still in place. For example, you still had to wear a mask whenever you left your home and in the restaurants that were open there had to be little glass or plastic separations between the diners so you had to speak like through this basically through a window to your friend but at least the restaurants were allowed to open and people could go out and enjoy a meal as it became clearer and clearer that this thing is really under control can i just for a moment here tell you that over the last month the last 30 days more than half of the, uh, so I would say about 15 of the last 30 days, there were zero local infections. The only infections were people coming in from the outside, either citizens or residents, who then had to go to quarantine during their quarantine they were tested and it was found that they had the virus but domestically nobody's running around or virtually nobody's running around giving the virus to other people so it's really very much under control the other days that there were not zero local cases there were maybe one i believe there were two days when there were two cases but really very calm on the local front should we say so as it became more and more clear that this thing is under control the government would then they would not lift the level two restrictions they would keep them in place they they do it every time for two weeks at a time but they will keep on lifting certain things for example they will say okay we are still under level two but now in the restaurant if you are a family you don't have to have any little plastic separations between you and then they said okay and now these businesses can also open for example in the convenience stores at some stage if you wanted some certain food like food that's prepared there in the convenience store The convenience store worker had to come and and give it to you. You couldn't just take it yourself. Then they said, "Okay, now you can just grab an egg there if you want an egg, for example. So they lifted that. Then two weeks later, they found, oh, still no cases. They said, "Okay, now there doesn't need to be any separations in the restaurants. Everybody can now chat happily to their friend. And the farmers who are working all alone there on their field in the rice paddies, they don't have to wear a mask anymore. And if you go hiking and you are high on a mountain and there's not a soul nearby, you don't have to wear a a mask anymore. Why these people had to wear a mask in the first place is still a mystery, but that that was the rule that was made. It was a blanket rule. And uh, maybe they didn't want to have too many exceptions until somebody actually asked. And then they said, oh, really? That farmer is wearing a mask? No, he doesn't have to wear a mask. Let's change a few things. So then uh, two weeks later, More businesses were allowed to open. There were more relaxations. And then the last thing they did is they allowed uh, outdoor sports people could also take off their masks. So now if you're a jogger or you play basketball, you can do that without a mask and you can actually breathe in enough air so you won't die. So for me, that was very special because I could go jogging. That having been said, many local people, even when they say you can go jogging without a mask, they still keep their masks on. You can remember a few weeks ago when I talked about the Taiwan people, they are very careful and very cautious not to get this virus, and they believe a mask will protect them from getting this virus. So they'll go running all alone at 9 p.m. The closest person will probably be like 600 meters away, but they will run with their mask because they feel safe. I also remember in one of my classes, a student said, when I told the student that uh, I was so happy today I could run without my mask, and they said oh no they won't do that no no they will definitely keep their mask on even if the government says they can go outside without a mask they will not it is just too risky but anyway we are hoping for the next uh, little lifting of restrictions will be that you can actually walk around outside without a mask but at the moment that's still illegal now just to come back to how the government is controlling the restrictions and lifting the restrictions slowly there's an <laughs> another little uh, thing that they said They said, "Okay, okay, you outdoor sports people can take off your masks. And of course, the farmers that was lifted the two weeks earlier than that. But there was another situation in which you could take off your mask. And that is if you take a picture. So the government said, okay, people, if you want to take a picture, it doesn't look so nice with a mask on. You are allowed to take your mask off. And hopefully at that those few seconds, the virus will not jump into your nose. Indoor and outdoor, it's both allowed to take off a mask for a picture. And I think it's just as well that these restrictions are being lifted because even though the Taiwan people, as I mentioned, are quite willing to wear their masks, I think that it is getting to some of them a little bit. And unfortunately, in the news recently, there has been two instances where people walked into a convenience store. The one person, his mask was below his nose and the convenience store clerk asked him to put it above his nose and the other time it was two guys with completely without masks who walk into a convenience store and both times the worker asked them to wear their masks properly and the workers were attacked and i think this is completely unnecessary firstly i think people are not stupid they can see that the thing is under control and that kind of they feel the mask is not really necessary secondly because of the government's reluctance to lift the restrictions further. These poor convenience store workers or other workers are now in the line of fire because they have to make sure that people wear the masks when they come into their stores. The poor person in the south of Taiwan, she was attacked terribly. Granted, the person had a psychiatric problem, but he almost gouged out her eye and the doctors worked very hard to save her eye. And I think to myself, is this really, really worth it? So let's hope that in the not too distant future, that uh, more restrictions will be lifted and people will feel a little freer. Just to add a short note here, actually two short notes that involves me, your podcast host, is that I had my first injection finally, uh, because Taiwan got a lot of uh, Pfizer-BioNTech vaccines. You remember that I mentioned earlier that Taiwan is struggling to get enough vaccines for its population. But private sector... Went out and they got a lot of Pfizer-BioNTech. So suddenly, actually a week earlier than anticipated, I could get mine. And I was very grateful. Not too many side effects. My arm hurt a little bit for three days, but felt a little bit of a headache. But, you know, nothing uh, to write home about, so to speak. Another good thing is that the government has mentioned today that it is possible that after Chinese New Year, which will fall at the end of January next year, beginning of February, it is possible that the government would lift the 14 days quarantine. And that will also be great for anybody who would like to travel like me, for example. You can come back and you will not lose two weeks of work because you have to sit in a hotel. So those two things are positive on the personal front, shall I say. But I'm sure many other people will also be very happy that they do not have to do the quarantine. So that's the latest about COVID. There's one more piece of news that I want to just say something about. And that is that the Anthony Blinken, who is from the American Department of State, he said openly that he thinks Taiwan should be allowed to take part in UN activities. For example, the World Health Organization, which which falls under the UN, right? He said, the model of democracy in Taiwan supports transparency, respect for human rights and the rule of law, which are the values that the UN promotes. So the Taiwan Ministry of Foreign Affairs has thanked him for that. Will anything come of it? Probably not. But at least more and more voices are speaking up to end Taiwan's isolation, so to speak, from the international community. Also the uh, aviation wise, I mean, many planes land and take off from Taiwan, but Taiwan is not allowed to go to the international conferences sponsored by the UN about aviation. So they're just mentioning that um, that is not a good thing for Taiwan to be left out because they have a lot to offer, especially the way Taiwan handled the COVID. As I I mentioned earlier, they got it under control faster than probably most other countries, 99% of other countries in the world. So let's see if anything comes of that. Most likely there'll be a rebuke from China. They'll be very upset about this, as you can imagine. But uh, as I say, Taiwan will hopefully get more voices like that speaking up. So those were one or two of the uh, most important things that I wanted to just help you to catch up on here from Taiwan in the last week or so and that brings us to the end of this episode i hope you enjoyed it until next week all the best and goodbye